0: Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice. Gurus and Gucci, we're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main Chakra Girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I am your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons, and we are on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. Today, we have a lovely guest, Sophie Jaffe. She's the founder of Philosophy Superfoods, the host of the Ignited podcast, a wellness influencer, and a proud mama. Philosophy Superfoods is a plant-based organic superfood company that includes vegan powders, coconut butters, honey, and more. And Sophie shares so much inspiring wellness content content you guys we all need it right now so I'm so excited to dive into your knowledge welcome to the show Sophie
1: thank you so much happy to be here
0: yay okay tell us what you are most excited about today
1: well today my influencer secrets course launched so this well Tuesday two days ago it launched and it's this week and so I'm kind of in that magic of finally birthing something that has taken several years my manager and I who I work on influencer you know partnerships with we have been just working on this for years so we did kind of like a preliminary um, test we didn't know it was a test then but we did a zoom gathering in back in the beginning of quarantine in April and it was so successful over 50 women came and We loved it, but we couldn't, we didn't feel confident selling that version because you know how the quality of Zoom is. Totally, yeah. So we redid the whole thing. We filmed it during quarantine, COVID tests and all, and it is now out this week. So it just feels really good to work so hard for something, like so hard. And now it's here for the world to see. And so I'm just, I'm kind of like in that bubbly excitement of, really manifesting this from that first minute when I asked her to please make a course. And she was like, what do you even mean? And like two years ago, people weren't really doing that. And now we're here. And so it's just that, you know, beginning to end kind of cycle and how good it feels to work hard for something.
0: So amazing. And I love that you've really, it's almost like it's a, a shifting gears, but not really like a little, just like pivot because you're used to sharing like wellness content and now it's more like almost business focused, right? Yeah. So kind of from that feminine to that masculine. Um. How does that feel?
1: You know, I mean, I sell, I sell products that I love all the time, but selling my own product, I mean, I sell philosophy and that obviously is super organic. I've been selling it for 10 years on my page, but this definitely feels a little different. It definitely is, you know, the way that you sell a course is different than my normal flow. And so definitely embracing more of that you know masculine quality and I think um having my husband around to kind of coach me because he's had a course for a while on addiction and recovery um he doesn't even use the word addiction anymore but recovery and um and so having that just influence of like yeah like you can just be proud of like how much money you made from influencing be proud of how great your Black Friday weekend was with philosophy like you can say that stuff and I'm like I don't really feel good about talking about money and it why it's all just energy yes. it's all just energy and there's no reason that I should feel weird or ashamed or anything about just owning my power and you know being in a good flow like People can go away if they're not supportive, and the people that do want to learn and grow from me deserve to know
0: what's going on. You know, there's a a lot of people feel that way that fear to talk about money because it's something that we grow up thinking that it's so taboo. But I know, like for myself, the only reason I started my business was when I heard people talk about the money you could make, otherwise, I probably never would have done it. Um and so yeah, I mean the people that are meant to hear it are gonna be inspired by it. And people are following you for you. So it's like they're not only following you for the wellness of like they love you. So they're like, what are you doing? How did you do that with your business? I want to do that. Um and, and they love me
1: because I'm so honest. So if transparent exactly, like,
0: yeah, yeah, so important. Love, love, love that. Okay, let's do a chakra shout out. Um, I'm gonna shout out Bailey Brown Fitness. Um, I've shouted her out before but I'm just recovering from a surgery. So I'm wanting to do like lighter workouts. And she, she does like some um, lymphatic drainage workouts. Mm. And so it's like, you're kind of like doing these little massages on yourself while you're working out. And then all the moves are specifically designed to like drain. So I, I I this is perfect for me in like recovering from a surgery and not being able to like push too hard and wanting to like flush out any of the drugs I had to take. So Shout out BB Fit app, I'll link you guys in the show notes. Is there someone or something you would like to shout out today?
1: I don't know, I mean, I I feel like this book, um, this morning I like went and gravitated towards, it's Rupee Carr, which is, he, she's a poet. Um, mm-hmm. And this quote has kind of helped me throughout the day feel grounded. So I'll just read it, it's just super short. Um, so it's Rupee Carr writes so beautifully and it says, the universe took its time on you, crafted you to offer the world something different from everyone else. When you doubt how you were created, you doubt an energy greater than us both. And then it says irreplaceable. And I just think that in this world of comparison and, you know, even for me, like, who am I to sell a course? And who am I to like, there's already so many, all of that kind of negative self-talk and, unworthiness and frustrations. I know for me, I've been struggling with a little bit more anxiety than normal, but like there's room for us all. And and just to remember like the same thing I would tell my children, They're, we're all unique beings and we all bring something unique to the table and that's what makes us beautiful. Mm-hmm. So that I woke up reading that quote and it keeps showing up throughout the day. So
0: mm-hmm. shouting
1: her out. And the name of the poetry book is The Sun and
0: Her Flowers. So beautiful. We'll link you guys in the show notes to that as well. Okay. I want to know what your daily like morning rituals are. So every day, like without
1: a doubt, unless I'm going on a coffee break, I always have my superfood coffee. So my superfood coffee, my husband now makes, he's been very Mm -hmm. well-trained. When I had baby Noah, who's now two and a half, he, I just, had those long, slow mornings with her and I'd be breastfeeding and having that time and having alone time. And he's just started making the superfood coffee for us. So, um, it's has my products in it. It's our cacao magic blend, um, which is high in protein and superfoods. There's no sugar in it. And it also has superfood honey, our cacao superfood honey as the sweetener. Um, and then it has dairy-free milk, of course, or, or creamer. And, um, and then you can add extra things. You could add some collagen or whatever it is you want to add, but that's like the, the main, mm-hmm. you know, good, healthy fats from our coconut butter. If you want, you can add collagen, but really it's about having coffee blended with dairy free milk or creamer and that hu- amazing honey and the cacao magic for adaptogens and focus. So it really is like breakfast in a cup. Mm -hmm. Um, but it doesn't spike blood sugar levels. It really keeps me balanced. It doesn't also the coffee. Oftentimes, if you just have plain black coffee, it gives you that spike. And then that drop and not here for that. You know, it just doesn't feel good to be like on that caffeine high and then fall. I just, I don't have the luxury of that fall. Um, And I don't even like that feeling of being super, super up. So the superfood coffee allows it all to be digested in the body really well and it's also a ritual so having that you know special thing or now my husband makes it for me and it's like an offering and the way we kind of exchange love is in that cup and then I sip on it really slowly throughout the morning um and depending on the day the kids you know kind of dictate a lot of what the, the morning looks like but no matter what I make sure to take time at some point in the morning to just you know, have reverence for the day, I light Palo Santo or incense or a candle, and I kind of move around my room with intention. And if I can meditate, I do if I, I put on a playlist every day, and it's my moon circle playlist that I play when I lead a moon circle. But I start my day every day with that playlist. And it just, you know, how music just drops you in. It does that every day. So I sip on my coffee while I'm like, kind of moving around my room with intention and reverence. And Um, and prayer and sometimes that music makes me want to dance and other times I just want to sit and like take it in and other times I'm moving into my work while that's happening but at least it's with like that intention of starting a new day fresh.
0: Mm, I love that and meditation doesn't have to be sitting in silence and, you know, in, in, in a cross leg position, like it can literally be moving around and it's just about that tuning inward. And yeah, you could be p- productive at the same time. So yeah, you- sometimes
1: I put that music on, and I blast it while I'm taking a shower and I, you know, that little bit of time before I get in the shower, I'm naked and like moving around my morning, you know, like that and moving around my room, being connected to my spirit and my body. And then other times it's, you know, after I get out of the shower, then it's like moving in that and then like getting ready naked so that I can really have that self connection because throughout Mm -hmm. the day, it's not like I'm sitting around looking in the mirror, seeing myself or being present with myself. So to start out my day without clothes on and really like dancing, moving, like with no shame, the kids sometimes walk in and out. And it's just like, I'm just holding space for that goddess energy Mm -hmm. and, it's real, it really makes a difference. Like if I am going to put makeup on that day, if I am just really slowly doing that without my clothes on and it lets me tune into that rhythm of that goddess feminine energy, which definitely as a business owner gets lost throughout the day at times, as I put on my businesswoman, you know, founder hat or, you know, whatever it might be, have business calls after business calls. It's, hard to remember to ground and be in the feminine also. So that helps kind
0: of get me there. Yes, okay, love that, love that. What is your favorite crystal of the moment? Um, I love moonstone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just perfect. so
1: sparkly and pretty and it also represents the moon and her cycles and, and just, you know, it, it's an, an intuition crystal. So that's my jam. Love, what is your sun, your moon and your rising? I am a double Taurus, so Taurus sun, Taurus moon, and then I'm a Virgo rising, so I'm all earth.
0: Oh, I, f- I feel that from you. Yeah. Very earthy. I love it. Okay. I want to know about your wellness journey and when you decided to make it your life's work to share with the world.
1: Yeah. When I moved to LA, I was 18. And I moved, wanted to live with my dad. My dad lived here. My mom lived on the East Coast. And I wanted to just start a life living in Los Angeles. I started going to farmers markets. I started to build more of an awareness of what I was eating, um, how I was moving my body. I started working out for the first time and going to the YMCA in Hollywood. And before that, I never really exercised. I was just, I did sports and I was very active. I played soccer, I was a cheerleader and competitive. And so sports was part of my life but to work out wasn't and i didn't really have an awareness of my body like i didn't think i was fat i didn't think i was skinny i didn't think i didn't talk badly about myself to myself i just had a body and that's great it was very neutral but i had no awareness of like oh maybe i should like move my body in a certain way or eat certain foods so when i moved to la that really kind of tuned me into an awareness of my body in space and you know and that So I went to the doctor, I found out that I had really high cholesterol, but it's genetic. um, And there's not really much I can do about that. But it scared me and it made me want to eat more consciously. So at that point, I started eating more plant based only and I became vegan from 18 to 25. And it became pretty disordered. The intention behind it to begin with was really beautiful. It was like, Oh, I have high cholesterol, I'm gonna you know, manipulate the numbers and help my health from the inside out. And then, um, and then it became more of like a cop out or like an excuse to just be obsessive about what I was eating. So around 25, I got pregnant with my first, who you just saw a minute ago, Kai, and he's 10. And um, I started craving meat. I was dreaming of hunting bow and arrow style in my dreams. And at first I was a little scared. I told my husband and my family and they were like, great, wonderful. We've been waiting for this moment. So from that point on, I really started to heal that part of myself that felt like I had to put myself in a box um, to control. And, you know, and that kind of controlled eating and just dysfunctional. It was just not healthy to be that controlled. So, um, I've been just eating intuitively ever since. And that was really what started my journey was my own disordered eating. And then working at a juice bar in Hollywood in my early twenties is when I fell in love with superfoods and raw foods. I got raw food certified, um, and just tons of experience with like celebrities and all sorts of people that came in and out of the juice bar in Hollywood and gave me that experience. And I always joke, I got a PhD in superfoods working at that juice bar for two years because, that's all I did. I lived and breathed superfoods and I was experimenting with my own body and my clients and my customers. And so it was—it really gave me such a, that was what sparked the interest. And then I was like, I need to bring this to the world.
0: So now are you like, so you still eat meat, but only when you feel like it is. it? It's,
1: yeah, it's intuitive with no shame, no guilt. And if it doesn't feel right, I won't, but it's, you know, I'm really conscious of the food that I eat and I'm even more conscious of the thoughts while I'm eating. And I don't allow room for guilt or shame because that's what weighs me down. I don't know about everyone else, but for me, what weighs me down is as I'm eating that thing, being like, oh, you've had so much. And i like, this way of thinking is so old to me. I don't even remember that person, but I remember the feeling when I talked badly to myself, having something that I quote, shouldn't have. And that feeling that left me. I mean, for hours, I'd be messed up from that thought process of like, there being something wrong with me because I want that extra whatever fill in the blank. And there being something quote wrong with that food. And there isn't, there isn't anything wrong with food. What's wrong is the way that we think about those foods. If we ingest those foods with love and gratitude and say, thank you. And I'm not just talking about organic, natural vegan foods. I'm saying anything. Mm-hmm. And if I really stop, if I go to in and out Burger with my family and we're eating burgers, It's a conscious pause to be like, thank you. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have fun with my family and connect and not be on my phone scrolling, really intentional eating. And that then changes the way that it's digested in my body is Mm -hmm. by being present and saying, thank you. And not being distracted at the same time, really allowing my body to digest it well and welcoming in that energy.
0: Yeah. So, and then you don't overeat as well. Like, it's like, maybe you're eating this burger and if you're paying attention and you're being present, then you might be like, you know what? This isn't feeling really good right now. I've eaten half. I feel super satisfied. I don't think I need to eat the rest rather than be like, okay, I'm never going to be able to eat this again. So I need to like shove it all. Exactly. Well, that's the thing when
1: you take away that extreme, like, um, like this food being bad and you can only have it when you're drunk or when you're not paying attention or when you're pressured into it, like, no, you can have whatever food whenever you want to. And it's not going anywhere. We're very abundant. So That feeling of scarcity, like, oh, I better have this now because I won't have an opportunity to have it again. Like, no, like, mm-hmm. I can have whatever. D- you send me a DM and I will send you whatever food you want in 30 minutes because that's the world we live in now. So, knowing, okay, let me tune into my own hunger, my own cues. And if I'm not actually needing more of this, I'll save it and have it later for dinner. Or, If you're being present for me, I actually have a big appetite. So if I'm actually being present and I want to eat that whole burger, plus I'm hungry for something else and I'm being present to it, then I can say, Oh, that's actually, I'm not overeating. I'm just, that's what I'm needing to nourish my body right now. And it changes every day. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we need more nourishment and
0: we can get that nourishment from food. Yeah. And I think we get, when we're kids, we get told you have to eat everything on your plate. And some people have this kind of ingrained in their brains and like even myself sometimes will go out for dinner and I'll be like oh I want to get this appetizer but I also want to try this and I want to try this and then we'll end up like ordering more than we need and I'll be like oh my god we need and then I'll be like no we don't need to eat this like we can leave it or we can bring it home or we can yeah. give it to someone on the street like I think that's another like important thing to think of when it comes to intuitive eating is like stop when you feel like it yeah and also keep going when you need to is
1: it yeah. It's not about just like not having enough. It's about really tuning into what your body needs in that moment. That's what being intuitive is, whether it's intuitive movement, intuitive parenting, intuitive eating all of it in my world is about tuning into the vibration of what you actually need in that moment.
0: Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about intuitive movement. Um, these days we're feeling a lot more stressed and I know for myself, I had like a certain workout routine that I always did. And that had to change. Um, what are some of your tips for kind of knowing what kind of movement we need in the moment, but then also still not, not pushing ourselves, but also like giving ourselves that challenge to, you know, to get that sweat or to, to maintain that, that strength or whatever it is that, yeah. Well, again, if you're tuning into your
1: intuition, you know what you actually need in that given moment. So you know what your edge is, And you know if you could be doing two more extra push-ups during that yoga flow, or if you need to drop down to your knees because you have had a hard day and energetically you don't have a lot to give, but you do want to nourish yourself with a nice, yummy practice, it's up to
0: you. Okay, so let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life, that you're super intentional, and that means you would love my jewelry brand, Prism, and no... And every piece also comes with an intention-setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry, to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code Chakra Girl at checkout.
1: In any moment, just tune in and say, "What is my body needing right now?" And that applies to food. That applies to movement. What What is the rhythm of your body needing and craving in this moment? So. You know, maybe you've had a really intense week energetically, and what you need is to do some Kundalini yoga and just kind of more of a spiritual, um, mental workout. Maybe you want to go on a run because you haven't been outside in a while, and you want to know what it feels like. You really know that you're craving an int- like more intense workout with like feet hitting the pavement, and like that's what you're craving is something more visceral and more full body and that cardio. Like, what does my body want and need right now? Not what does someone else doing on their social media? What is, mm-hmm. what is the coolest thing, you know, and what is, in, what is like, what's the word? Like, um, what is on trend right now? What is the fad right now? Like, you don't need to do that just because that's what's trending mm-hmm. Tune into what feels right to you and, and what your body is needing and craving and also honoring that that changes food and movement. That craving and that way that you want to move is ever evolving and changing as we are. When I was pregnant with my little girl, I craved way more relaxing yin movements because her energy was so intense. And when I was pregnant with my boys, I was doing power yoga in a hot room, doing headstands and handstands. It's okay. It's all perfect. I barely worked out when I was pregnant with my little girl. And that was what was true for me. And I could have pushed it and said, no, I'm going to keep doing the same way I did my workouts with Kai and Leo. That's not the, it's your body will end up like self-destructing. If you do that, if you keep fighting against what it actually is trying to tell you and the signals it's trying to tell you, your body will Mm self-destruct.
0: And I can attest to that. Like, I feel like at the beginning of, of lockdown and everything, I was wanting to work out really hard. Like I was like, I need to push myself. I need a challenge. I like I feel like I felt like I had a lot to burn off and then I started not enjoying my workouts and I was like, this isn't fun anymore. Um, but I was like, but I have this routine and I want to do at least three times. The app tells me I have to do it four times a week. And you know, Peloton is giving me these badges every time I complete X and X amount of rides. But then I, I burnt out. Like I had, I, I got my appendix removed and I really do feel like it was because I was not at least in part was that, I knew for like three weeks leading up to that, that I was pushing myself too hard. So listening to the signals of your body and the more
1: intuitive you become in all things spiritually in your food, in your movements, all of it, the more intuitive you like the thing about intuition is it builds just like a trust muscle builds Mm -hmm. intuition is trusting yourself. Intuition is trusting your own voice. If you keep ignoring your voice and you say, nope, and you push it down and push it down and push it down, your body will let you know that it's not happy and you must listen or you're going to burn out.
0: Yeah. And I love to just like, if you are like, okay, I know I need like a more relaxed workout or I, need, I want something that makes me feel this way. And you don't know what it is. I will often just set the intention and be like, when you just kind of declare, like, this is what I need right now. It always lands. Like I always just end up finding what I need in that. Yeah. moment. Yeah. That's- just setting an intention of like, yeah. what
1: do I need right now? And yeah. tuning into that for just a moment, taking a breath for just a moment. What do I need right now? Oh, I need to walk outdoors. I need to put my phone away. Mm-hmm. I need to take a nap. Totally. And then as you listen to those signs and those cues, then the next thing leads to the not another. And then all of a sudden you've been in, you've been aligned with your greatest, greatest you, that greatest version of you all day.
0: Mm-hmm. And I know it might be different for everyone, but what are some specific foods that support you in releasing anxiety?
1: Well, staying away from caffeine is a really big one for me. When I feel my anxiety on the rise, I have to cut out caffeine. Um, Even my superfood coffee won't cut it because I'm so sensitive. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll just move to tea, um, more nourishing, like a latte without any, just like a superfood latte without any caffeine in it. Um, Nourishing like cooked plant-based foods is always really good for me. So like a really nice hearty soup. Um, that's dairy free. Cause it's just like, you don't want anything that's too hard to digest when you're anxious, you want something really easy. So I, I find that soups are warm, they're cozy, they're nourishing. So I like that a lot. Um, I also love smoothies depending on if I want something cold. So that's like a really great way. I just feel like I'm giving myself a hug when I have a smoothie or a soup.
0: Mm, so with your superfood, uh, vegan powders, can you, you can have those without caffeine. Like you can just mix them in with like Uh, like an oat milk or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So my superfood blends are actually
1: plant-based protein powders with superfoods. So it's superfoods, adaptogens, like mushrooms and um, other really cool adaptogens that are roots from different parts of the the world from maca to reishi, ashwagandha, um, cacao, like all of these amazing.
0: Okay. So let's have a quick And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code ChakraGirl at checkout.
1: medicinal foods that help serve your stress levels. So they help ad- adapt to where you are. If you're feeling a little anxious or stressed out, it'll help ground you. And it also helps you deal with stress better. If you're feeling a little lethargic, these superfoods and adaptogens will help give you a little bit of energy. So it actually adapts to what you're needing, as opposed to caffeine, where it's always just an up. Adaptogens and superfoods help balance you. Mm, okay. You can, mm-hmm. add, you can add them to you can add them to smooth, smoothies. You can add them to you know, obviously like a a latte or coffee, you can add them to oatmeal. I add, there's no sugar in any of the powders. So you can make it savory or sweet. I add the green one to like soups or salad dressing. You can get really creative with them.
0: So if we were going to buy like just one, like what's the like go-to like classic must have? Hi, hey, it's so hard to pick, but I would say
1: right now, given just the way the world is, I would say to go for the Berry Bliss powder. It is 1200% of the vitamin C that you need every day, and the source of that is Camu Camu. We also have acai in there. So, some of the really high vitamin C rich fr- fruits of the world are in the Berry Bliss um, protein blend. It's high in protein. It's really clean. You can add it to like oatmeal, your yogurt, to a juice, to a smoothie. Um, get really creative with the the Berry Bliss powder and there's no sugar and there's not that sate, like that fake strawberry flavor. You know, I feel like every fruity blend has like a disgusting fake flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is just like a little bit of tartness from the Camu Camu Berry. And it's so high in vitamin C. So it really boosts your immune system naturally. Mm. Yeah, that was
0: another thing I wanted to ask about. Like We've got, you know, to boost our immune systems, we've got our superfoods, we've got our intuitive eating, we've got our intuitive movement, like what are some other immune boosting hacks that you have? I think really like slowing
1: down. Mm -hmm. I think if you start um, experiencing any stress in the body, you will probably get sick. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you see those first signs of stress in the body, and you know what that looks like, like, I ignored it a few weeks ago, and I had some canker sores in my mouth that's stress you can ask any chinese doctor really anyone and they're like oh that's linked to stress and instead i kept pushing myself instead of taking a break i kept pushing if you keep pushing and you're not listening to burnout signs stress signs your immune system is not it's it's fighting the stress so it can't help you from getting sick um prevent you from getting sick so definitely bumping up your vitamin c like i was saying reducing stress so taking out what is unnecessary, taking out what doesn't charge you, taking out what is draining you. Anytime that I start to notice those cues of like, oh, I'm getting a little stressed. Like I'm a little more snappy with my kids or my husband, or, um, I'm on my phone too late at night. There's certain signs that I know of that mean that I'm not in a great place. And that's when I have to take a bath, Mm -hmm. go off my phone early, go on a phone detox, um, get away. There's just so many things that we can do. Even go on a walk without our phone in nature. It's really simple, but that can help boost your immune system because it starts to relax your stress hormones.
0: Mm, Okay. Love, love, love that. So before we move on to the next segment, I want to ask about your podcast, because I love that you do it with your husband. So how did that come about and how has that kind of evolved your relationship? Wow. Yeah. My husband was like
1: on me about starting a podcast years ago, years and years ago. And I was like, Oh no, I can't take on one more thing. I can barely handle everything that's going on. We're raising these kids. I was so frustrated. I just wanted to get through the pregnancy with Noah. And then as soon as she came, I was like, okay, fine. So we started a podcast. I was really reluctant. um, And I'm so grateful that we did because it's brought us together. Honestly, like I think one of the hardest things in relationships, we've known each other for 16 years and we've been married for 11 years. So it's been a long time and we have changed and evolved over time and what our relationship means to each other. However, just like any relationship, things get stale. And I think what has been so cool is one to two times a week, we interview somebody that fascinates us both we're both in on the interview and we both get to learn and grow and experience something new together Mm -hmm. and i think that that's been the coolest part to having our ignited podcast is we ourselves as individuals are learning and growing but we're also in the room together so we're learning and growing together so i think that's a really imperative thing it's great if you're doing self-work on yourself that's imperative in a relationship But having a joint experience where you get to learn and grow together and then ask questions together and talk about it later, it just helps add value to our lives and makes us feel more enriched. And like that newness factor of the relationship that can kind of get stale over time, that helps us to stay on our toes and feel more interested.
0: Totally. And I feel I'm an Aquarius. So I'm all about like intellectual stimulation. Like that is what is sexy and turns me on. So to like be able to be learning together, like that is actually like a sexual, sexy thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then What's it's awesome. conversation between the two of you, like you guys could be on a date night or like laying in bed and then having this like deep conversation about this topic that you discussed that day. And that is like that intimate um, connection with your partner. So yes, it really is. It really is. Sexy. Yeah, same. I agree. Love. Okay, let's move on to manic moments and manifesting, where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested. We like to keep it real that even the people that look like they have it all together sometimes freak out too. So, <laughs> I have I mentioned that my health has just been, and I've never had to worry about my health. Um, and kind of like how you were saying before, like you're like I had a body, and you know I didn't think about it much, and that's how I felt about my health, like. Yeah. I exercised. I took care of myself. I did my best to eat healthy, but I never had to worry about my health. So I didn't think about it. Like I wasn't doing anything to optimize my health Mm -hmm. other than like working out and eating healthy, but I wasn't thinking about things like um, you know, what workouts I was doing. And I wasn't really thinking out about like how stress affected my body. Like I was definitely thinking, you know, I meditate, I do my rituals, that's my jam. But that was, I've always just thought of that as more of like a mental thing. So I just had like a breakdown and I bawled my eyes out on Monday night, just being like, I feel like like, I don't have control over this, like nothing, like I could sit here and meditate for three days in a row. And it's not going to help my health right now. Like it's already like gone too far. Um, and it just, yeah, I just really broke down over it. And then it brought up all these other things in my life that I don't feel like I had control over. Um, and then obviously the manifestation out of that was realizing that I can surrender And I can intuitively do what I need to heal myself and to trust that and to trust that there's learning that I need to do on that journey. So even though it was, it's like, I wish I didn't have to have health issues to find that out and I wish I didn't have to have, you know, a meltdown over it, but at the same time finding the beauty in the learning and the journey and the path that it's taking me on. And now for myself and even with my husband as well, to be able to like you know, be kind of going through this together. And, um, yeah, it's been interesting, like the dynamic in our relationship as well, when I'm going through this. So it's been really interesting how quickly like things can change. And I think that's just a really good reminder for everyone. Like just everything that we've been talking about on this podcast, like do the intuitive work, um, and don't take it for granted. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Mine, mine is pretty similar.
1: I I alluded to it earlier in this, Recording um about two weeks ago, my body just completely gave out and shut down. I had um like a couple canker sores in my mouth, and I was like, huh, I don't know. And I just kept on moving, kept on moving, kept on moving at the pace I move at, which is like insanity to most people. And I love all the things that I'm doing in my life. Don't get me wrong, like I've manifested my dream life in so many ways. Like when i look around from like the way i parent my children and the life i'm giving them to like the energy in my home on any given day and like the people that are in my life like all of it i manifested from from a place of of pain you know like i i had a struggle i had a struggling childhood like my parents divorced at a young age and um there was just a lot of chaos we moved around a lot and from that is what created such a beautiful existence is because i i know what it's like to be in the depths of that and then i know what comes from those challenges and so even two weeks ago when i kind of fell apart and my body gave up um i had no energy i was so lethargic i got tested for everything including mono because i was just like there's something wrong with me and it wasn't i just i think everyone in this year, especially it's like, I'm not someone who struggles with anxiety on a normal basis. Do I have once in a while, a panic attack? Fine. Do I sometimes feel more anxiety? Yes. But on a normal day-to-day basis, I don't have anxiety. My baseline is happy. My baseline is great. Um, gr- grateful, all of that. But this year it's just like grinding on every part of who I am. And I think that anxiety is now like a baseline of anxiety, like just a low grade anxiety is where I'm at, like when I wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, because of the state of the world, because of the suffering, because of the deaths, because of COVID, because of being at home, because we have no distractions and we're like just not able to leave, because I have three kids at home with me, like all of that is starting to just wear me down. So, two weeks ago when my body gave out, it was like, it went so far past a point where I've, I've ever been before. Like I've had breakdowns before, but this was like out of the blue. It wasn't like I had a bunch of warning signs and like, Oh, I better cancel some things. It hit me and there was no coming back out of it for a couple of weeks. And what that taught me is just like, right now I need to be more gentle with my body than ever. And that, I need to listen to those intuitive cues and slow down enough so that I can receive those messages. Because when I'm going a million miles an hour, I can't even receive the messages that the universe is trying to send me. And that's dangerous. I actually put myself in danger. Like my son, my eight-year-old heard me like trying, I basically like fell apart because I was trying to do like a telemedical thing online. And I, the call dropped. And like, I could, and I just started losing, I'm just bawling my eyes out. And he, I think I scared him a little bit. And I apologized to him later. And I was like, mommy was just not feeling well. And I was scared. But like, I don't want to do that again to him. I don't want him to walk in and see me falling apart, because I need medical care. Mm -hmm. And because I've taken myself past that point. So the lesson here is, we can manifest the life of our dreams, but we have to slow down enough to listen to the intuitive messages and the messages the universe are sending us every single moment throughout the day of if things are in alignment or not. Mm -hmm. And certain things I should have said no to that I didn't, and I didn't listen. So really just honing in on that voice and listening and it's okay to make mistakes. I make them constantly, but, but knowing that it's important to honor you know, that best version of who I am. And that that's the most important thing. Not saying yes to one more. Obligation. Mm.
0: Yes. Boundaries, boundaries. So important. Oh, well, this has been amazing. I want to thank you so much for all of the magic that you have shared with us and just such good reminders for us to all use right now. Sophie, where can everyone find you online?
1: Um, my website is the philosophy spelled with my name. So S O P H I E.com, the philosophy.com. And that's, you can find all my superfoods, my blog, tons of recipes, so many yummy products. Um, and then my Instagram is sophie dot jaffy with two Fs. And then Philosophy Love on Instagram to find all of our superfoods and recipes there. We have an amazing community. And then what I was mentioning earlier, our Influencer
0: Secrets course is TheInfluencerSecrets.com. Oh, I want to check that out. That's so amazing. Well, Sophie, thank you so much. And for everyone listening, slow down today, find your heart, connect your intuition. We will catch you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at co and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at ChakraGirlCo.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot the chakra girl glam and grounded membership we would love to help you activate those chakras babe so step into that chic life and join us in the glam and grounded membership love you mean it see you next tuesday thanks for listening